Welcome to Tender Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Amen? Amen. Alright, today we're going to be in Exodus 16. Last week we were reading the uh, Song of Moses. As the children of Israel made it to the other side, we went into a lot of details about the song and what it meant to them and how they were praising and worshiping as they were so happy to be free from Egypt. Amen. Right? So now we're going to see how they react as they are moving on. And then you and, and you get to see how people soon forget. <laughs> they have that what have you done for me lately thing going. So, we're going to read. And it starts out in Exodus 16 and 1. They set out for Elam, and all the congregation of the people of Israel came to the wilderness of sin. The wilderness of sin. Which is between Elam and Sinai. On the fifth day of the second month after they had departed from the land of Egypt and the whole congregation of the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. So they walk in and they're walking <laughs> in the wilderness of sin. They're literally walking in sin, <laughs> wow. grumbling at Aaron and Moses. Now, what are they grumbling? Three says, and the people of Israel said to them, Would that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the meat pots and ate bread to the full. You have brought us out into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. We ain't got nothing to eat. If we would have stayed in Egypt, we'll be full right about now. It's easy to forget what God has done for you because when you don't have Him in your heart, God to do something miraculous for you, you will thank God for it and move on. But then when something else happens, you forget about the praise that you just gave God. What have you done for me lately? Yeah. Right? And then you revert back to what you used to do. When we sat by the meat pots in Egypt and ate bread till we got full. Now see, that was living. But you was in slavery. <laughs> you got good old times in slavery. Wow. <laughs> and you're going to compare now to when you was enslaved. Four says, the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I am 
about to rain bread. Listen to the words of, of the Lord. Because apparently God hears this, right? He says, then the Lord said to Moses, behold, I am. Behold, I am. You see? We soon forget who's in charge. I'm hungry. Behold, I am. God says, I am about to rain bread from heaven for you. And the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day. Now you have to go out and gather this bread, which means it's going to hit the ground. But it's holy bread. It's coming from heaven. It's not tainted. Can you imagine walking in the wilderness? Bread falling from heaven that hits the ground that doesn't get dirty. Can you imagine that? Bread that doesn't get dirty, don't get sand in it. Because they're in the desert. You can just eat it and it's pure. He said, gather up. This bread. Behold, I am about to rain bread. Now, rain. Think about rain. Can you count raindrops? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's raining bread that you can eat. It doesn't get dirty, and you get to put it in your stomach. You won't taste sand. None of that. It's just pure from heaven. God says. And the people shall go on out and gather a day's portion every day. Every day. That I might test them whether they will walk in my law or not. The whole point of God saying it. He's like, okay, you go out there. I'm going to rain down this bread that's going to come every day. Which means you get enough for it today. You don't have to put none up for tomorrow because tomorrow is going to bring more bread. That's right. So you eat what you need today, and then tomorrow you can come get some more. Mm -hmm. So don't hoard. Right. This is how you know hoarding is a sin. Mm -hmm. Right. You see what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. You don't have to hoard it. God says, I'm going to give you some more tomorrow. So you take what you need for today, and then that's it. You got a nice big family, you get enough for everybody. If it's just two of you, Get enough for the two of you. Right. If it's just one of you, just get enough for yourself. Right. And he said, and I'm doing this to see if they're going to be obedient. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you're going to stick to the law. Five says, on the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather daily. Because you're going to bring in enough for the next day because the next day I don't want you out there doing nothing. Sunday is the Sabbath day, so it's a day of rest. You get enough for Saturday, I'll make sure it lasts. That's right. We're going to see how God does this. How does He know when you hoard it? I ain't gonna see me grab this couple extra for later on when I wake up in the middle of the night and I get hungry. 
this is what happens when you don't understand or know God. You right. do stupid stuff. That's it. You test God. Right? That's it. 6 says, So Moses and Aaron said to all the people of Israel, At evening you shall know that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. And in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord. Because he has heard your grumblings against the Lord. Now, God makes it known that he has heard the grumblings, right? But he says against the Lord. He heard that you grumbled against him. Right. This is not a good thing. <laughs> he didn't say, I heard your, your complaints. No, he said, I heard your grumblings against me. But see, but no, 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 God, we didn't say that. No, no, we said that to Moses. He got us out. No, 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 I got you out. That's right. So whatever you telling him, you're saying against me. Right. You see? Mm -hmm. This is how we get it confused. When you think you cursing out a man of God, mm -hmm. you cursing out God. Right. Mm -hmm. Not me. I'm just the messenger. Right. Your grumbling is not against us, but against the Lord. And that's what I was just saying. Right. Moses is saying, you ain't grumbling against me. Mm -hmm. I care less. But you talking to him, because he the one got you out. He used me to do it, but that was it. Right. I don't know how many times people of God have to tell people, don't get mad at me, take it up with the Lord. That's it. <laughs> right. That's it. <laughs> Now it says, Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to the whole congregation of the people of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he has heard your grumblings. And as soon as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the people of Israel, they looked towards the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord said to Moses, Now wait, before we go on. <laughs> Before we go, as soon as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of Israel, they looked towards the wilderness, right? Mm -hmm. And behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. That should be enough to straighten you out. Right. <laughs> yes. Let alone the whole part in the sea thing. Yes. You look off into the wilderness and you see the glory of the Lord on a cloud. It's enough for you to straighten up you with it. What I can say about the children of Israel is they, they were really consistent. <laughs> and the Lord said to Moses, I have heard the grumblings of the people of Israel Say to them, at twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread. Wow. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. So meat comes from heaven? And bread? Meat and bread. God gives a menu <laughs> to the people. <laughs> of Israel. Mm. 
Wow. Morning dish will be bread from heaven, and in the <laughs> evening we're going to have quail. <laughs> wow. Amen. Thirteen says, in the evening quail came up and covered the camp, and in the morning dew lay around the camp. All of this quail, all over the place, to feed all of these people. 14 says, And when the dew had gone up, there was on the face of the wilderness a fine flake-like thing, fine as frost of, on the ground. When the people of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is this? What is it? They saw it all over the ground. What is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather, gather of it, each one of you, as much as you can eat. You shall eat. You shall each take an omer according to the number of the persons that each of you has in his tent. And the people of Israel did so. They gathered some more, some less. But when they measured it with an omer, whoever gathered much had nothing left over, and whoever gathered little had no lack. Each of them gathered as much as they could eat. So you go outside and you look and it's, Blanketed white. And he's like, what is this stuff? This is the bread God said he's going to give you. You get your, you know, you get enough for your family. So you and your family, y'all go out there, y'all gather it up. Make sure everybody got enough. So when y'all eat it, everybody full, everybody good. That's it. That's it. In the evening time, you go outside, quails everywhere. That's amazing. Yes. Food right from heaven. Man. Can you imagine digesting food from God Himself every day? Wow. Already seasoned. 19 says, And Moses said to them, Let no one leave any of it over till the morning. You don't need to hoard it. It'll be plenty more tomorrow. That's right. Don't take none for later. Eat what you need and that's it. Tomorrow will be some more out there. That's right. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. And see, this goes on to tell you. Mm -hmm. This goes on to tell you how much, how people could hoard information of the Bible and don't share it. Mm -hmm. They'll go to all the Bible studies, go to all the conferences, get all the information, take notes, and keep it to themselves. Mm -hmm. Don't share it with anybody. It's sad. Really? Pity. Yeah. 20 says, but they did not listen to Moses. Some left part of it till the morning. 
Now, as you leave part of it till the morning, now he just told you don't gather up none for later. But you just keep some for, I got enough for tomorrow. They told you not to get enough for tomorrow. Ah, mm, ah, got a little left over. God don't. God ain't gonna care. He don't mind. He mm. just told you what to do and what not to do. Mm. Right? Mm. Yeah. Just told you. So let's see what happens to the leftovers that you try to keep. Right. Let's see. But they did not listen to Moses. So some left part of it till the morning. And it bred worms and stank. You didn't got your whole house stinking. Because you couldn't leave it out there what you didn't need. God tell you not to keep none for later, you take some for later. So now, it's worms in it, and not only that, it stinks. It got rotten. People go past your tent, oh, he must have <laughs> What y'all doing in there? <laughs> well, no, we see, we had some, we had some extra. Can't even explain that. Right. See her face, how she made that face. <laughs> it's like you go and you ever, you know you go past somebody's house like, oh, right. No, no. See what happened? You know, we no. had uh, mm -mm. Mm -mm. okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> Try to explain that. It says, and Moses was angry with them. Why? And now. You can imagine what that smell like, right? Mm -hmm. You just imagine the worst smell you ever smelled and then it just lingers. Now think of how many thousands of people it was and you know it was more than one person that did it. So the whole camp is stinking. Mm -hmm. you, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they like, you know, you come out of your tent, what in the world is that? smell. Where's that coming from? Some of everybody. Because nobody's listening. Wow. So, it says, and Moses was angry with them. 21 says, morning by morning they gathered it, each as much as he could eat, but when the sun grew hot, it melted. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread, two omers of each. And when all the leaders of the congregation came and told Moses, he said to them, This is what the Lord was com has commanded. Tomorrow is a day of solemn rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you will bake and boil what you will boil. And all that is left over, lay aside to, to be kept till the morning. So they laid it aside till the morning, as Moses commanded them, and it did not stink, and there were no worms in it. See, when you're obedient about the day that you're supposed to keep it, then nothing happens. Right. This is from heaven. Even the food is obedient to God. That's right. Isn't that something? 
Yes. Even the food is obedient to God. Now, it's interesting about how this food turned rotten when you did what you weren't supposed to to it. It allows you not to hide. Because when it comes down to it, they're going to smell this smell. And when they figure out where, and the first thing we do, when we smell something that's foul, we find out where it's coming from. <laughs> that's right. Right? Because you want to get it out. What is that? And they find out it's your house. Huh? What? My house. Yeah, your house stinks. Something rotten is going on in your house. That's right. That's right. Think about when you come to Christ mm -hmm. and you get convicted. Why are you getting convicted? Something in your house, Something in your house stinks. Mm -hmm. And God is letting you know, and that conviction is sitting in, and you can't even sit still. It's funny how close conviction is to eviction. <laughs> conviction is when you have something that don't belong on the inside. Eviction is something that's on the inside that needs to come out. <laughs> 24 says... So they laid it aside till the morning, as Moses commanded them, and it did not stink, and there was no worms in it. 25. Moses said, Eat it today, for today is the Sabbath to the Lord. Today you will not find it in the field. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is a Sabbath, there will be none. So if you go outside on Sunday, looking for manna it won't be none out there right. because you were supposed to gather enough Saturday for Sunday mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. yeah hmm I'm just using that as a reference I'm not using real days and dates and all of that mm -hmm. so <laughs> but I'm just giving you an example of what right. how that's supposed to go right. the day before you gather enough for the day that's coming. That sixth day, you gather it. Right? So, it says in 27, On that seventh day, some of the people went out to gather, but they found nothing. No matter what God say. Now, can you imagine, in the camp, you see Sunday people just... You didn't gather enough for the day before? So every so you so every Sunday you you see people outside just ain't nothing out there. Mm -hmm. 
Ain't that something? Sad. It's all, you can never. People just don't listen as a whole. They just. Ah. So on the seventh day, some of the people went out together, but they found nothing. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? How long y'all just got. So every day. Every day we have to deal with somebody that's keeping some over in their house is right. Every every Sunday we got to deal with people coming outside looking for something that ain't gonna come. Every day, every week, every month is somebody. Wow. I was just coming to check. He just told you there ain't gonna be nothing. I was just checking. I was making sure. Making sure what? God changed his mind? Mm -mm. It's not out there. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm going to just starve today. I guess you are. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you are. <laughs> the Lord said to Moses, how long will you refuse? To keep my commandments and my laws. Now, I'm going to explain to you how important Moses' job is. Mm -hmm. God comes to Moses and says, how long you? Right? That's right. Moses is like, huh? <laughs> These are your people. That's right. God holds Moses responsible. How long will you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? 28 says, I mean 29 says, See, the Lord has given you the Sabbath. Therefore, on the sixth day, He gives you bread for two days. Remain each of you in His place. Let no one go out of his place on the seventh day. Will y'all please stop going outside on Sunday looking for food? Because y'all making me look bad. Right. Can you imagine? You're trying to keep everybody inside. And I, just see yourself. Just see yourself as God. And you looking down on people. And then soon as Sunday hit, you see people coming outside. <laughs> just... He's just wandering around looking for food. There they go. <laughs> just like clockwork. Wow. God goes to Moses. Why are you being hard here? No. Wait. Huh? <laughs> People think the man of God don't have. Uh, we 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 don't have great responsibilities. Mm -hmm. People think that some men of God that are just preaching and teaching is not doing a job. Mm. I might not have to answer to a punch clock. I have to answer to time itself. That's right. That's right. Right? That's right. right. 
And my job is to make sure you get where you're supposed to be. Even if you are hard-headed about doing it. This is what Moses is going through. Yeah. You see? Mm -hmm. This is what Moses has to go through. Yep. That's right. Moses is telling them, let nobody go out of their house on Sunday looking for food. Right. Stop. It's so hard. 30. So the people rested on the seventh day. Mm -hmm. 31 says, now... The house of Israel called its name manna. It was like coriander seed, white, and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. Don't that sound good? Because I love a good wafer. But it's got a taste of honey to it. What? <laughs> a white wafer with honey in it? Man. Moses said, this is what the Lord has commanded. Let an omer of it be kept throughout your generations so that they may see the bread with which I fed you in the wilderness when I brought you out of the land of Egypt. And Moses said to Aaron, take a jar and put an omer of manna in it. And place it before the Lord to keep it to to be kept throughout the generations. Now, we have seen this manna, right? Mm -hmm. We've seen this manna. Once you get it, you gotta eat it. If you don't eat it, worms come in. Mm -hmm. And then it stinks. Mm -hmm. But then on the same manna. On the sixth day, can last a day, and then eat it. Right. Right. God tells Moses to take that same manna, put it in a jar, and keep it for every generation to see. Mm. So this manna, not only will sit a day, it'll sit forever mm. in a jar. Wow. With no air. <laughs> and not go bad. Wow. Obedient food. Mm. Obedient food. Isn't that something? Wow. Mm. 34 says, As for the Lord commanded Moses, so Aaron placed it before the testimony to be kept. The people of Israel ate the manna 40 years till they came to a habitable uh, land. They ate the manna till they came to the border of the land of Canaan. And Omer is the tenth part of an ephah. Like a tenth of it, just a little piece of it. Because it was able to be kept so it, they was able to keep it for 40 years in a jar. It was placed in front of the people. And don't go bad. What God gives you would never go bad.
Right. That's right. When you ingest God into your system, mm. it won't go bad. That's right. It'll stay forever. That's right. We have to know that the manner that we have nowadays is the Word of God. And the scripture tells you that it'll never go void. Right. Just like that manner, it's there forever. And once you learn it, it's in you. We talked about this in Sunday school. How the scriptures say, train up a child mm -hmm. in the way he should go. Right. right? right? And as he gets older, it'll never depart from him. Right. It's always there. It has stayed with them forever. Right. It's the manner of today. Right. So please, as you are contemplating on whether you need to come to Christ or be in Christ, try the manner. It'll last forever. That's right. Read your scriptures. Study your word. Give your life over to Christ. And watch how you start growing and maturing with the manner that God has given you. One thing we learn about these scriptures, about this manner, is you get enough for you and your family. Because your portion is your portion. Everybody's portion is different. Mm -hmm. So when you come to Christ, your relationship with Christ is your relationship with Christ. Right. And yours alone. And the manner that He feeds you is yours alone. Right. As God feeds me, the manner that He gives me is for me alone. I can't feed you the manna that I have, but I can show you what you need to do to get manna for yourself. Right. Right. You see what I mean? Right. So come to Christ. Change your life. And change it forever. So you can be with Christ forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for the scriptures that we read today. Thank you for giving us understanding of the food that we must digest. It's all about you. And that your food is everlasting. Father, we thank you for the revelation knowledge that went forth and the wisdom and knowledge and understanding of your word. So now we can go and teach others what we have learned here today. Father, we thank and praise your name. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. Amen. Stay blessed and faithful.